Let's talk about Kyle Rittenhouse on trial for killing two unarmed men in 2020. Let's also discuss Christie's selling indigenous Caribbean artifacts. What about Missy Elliott's star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? And a whole lot more. This is Pablo from Hackney, and this is Pablo's podcast. Thank you for choosing Pablo's podcast today. Welcome. When you judge others, you do not define them. You define yourself. Earl Nightingale. So this is episode 81. I'm still here sparking debate. We're still in November. It is Remembrance Sunday today. And obviously it was Remembrance um, Day on the 11th, where everybody held a minute's silence as well as today. Um, And it is also still National Hip Hop History Month um, in America. Um, But all across the world, people are um, celebrating that, no doubt. Uh, And today is also World Diabetes Day. And the 19th of this month is World World International Men's Day, actually. So, yeah, a few things going on this month. But I think the significant thing, obviously, is Remembrance Day, which I will speak a bit more on in a bit. So this month, we've also got the Mobile Awards 2021. It's back, um, and they're actually going to be having it live. And they, obviously, they couldn't do it last year. They had the, the, the remote version, as, as we have done with most um, big ceremonies, etc. But yeah, so it's happening on the 5th of December in Coventry um, Building Society Arena. So that should be good. Um, it's also it's still going to be live streamed. It'll be on YouTube, and I think BBC One is also broadcasting behind the scenes and interviews and performances and stuff. So, so yeah, Sunday the fifth should be should be a nice evening of entertainment. The UK talent, music of Black origin, etc. But speaking of music of Black origin, um, Missy Elliott also got uh, her um, her star on the Hollywood look, uh, Walk of Fame which is excellent, well-deserved. You don't hear too much of Missy in regards to new music. Well, I haven't. But her music is absolutely legendary and it still goes off wherever you play. You know, the, the energy and vibes that she brought to music hasn't been matched yet, I don't think. Um, but yeah, she's a four-time uh, Grammy Award winner. So, as I said, well-deserved. Probably should have had it a while back, but I think it's quite significant that these um, artists are getting this um, in the, in you know in a time when they are celebrating hip hop in a more significant way um, officially in America at the moment. So better late than never. But you know she's if you don't know Missy Elliott's music directly, you definitely heard some music that she's been involved in because um, she's countless she's penned countless songs for other um, artists as well and been involved in the production of music by Aaliyah, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Mary J. Blige, Beyonce, Monica, um, Jasmine Sullivan, like loads of artists, loads of artists, loads of high-profile pro- high acts. And her her big album, which was which is actually a classic, 1997, um, Super Duper Fly, that was her album. So, so yeah, so hats off to Missy, well-deserved, well-deserved. Also, well-deserved is Lewis Hamilton's win this evening 
in um, Sao Paulo Grand Prix. Um, I caught the last part of the race. Um, my youngest son was watching it, and um, yeah, I caught the last part. And yeah, the there was a little bit of controversy. I think it's uh, Max Verstappen. Yeah, he was um, he done a little maneuver and kind of cut <laughs> he kind of cut Lewis Hamilton off, so Lewis Hamilton couldn't overtake him, which which apparently you're not allowed to do that in the rules. Um, but he did it and he got away with it, wasn't penalised for it. So um, Hamilton was behind him. So that prompted me, because I caught it at the time when Hamilton was kind of being robbed, I thought, you know what, let me watch the rest of this. And um, I was just obviously willing Hamilton along and glad to say he, you know, he won. He won, he'd done the business, which, you know, just nullified any any cheating what was going on or unfair decisions that happened because you know that as I, as I said to my son you know you beat them with success you know beat them with success that is the way to do it so hats off to Lewis Hamilton for doing that um but I did read later that um he he's still under investigation from that race um something to do with safety belt rules so you know I mean I don't know what's happened just yet but it, it seems like they still want to get him on something but look he won the race free and square. So, so yeah, I hope, I hope whatever, if they do find him guilty of this safety belt rule, I hope it's just a financial fine, which means nothing to him. You know, I hope they're not trying to take away his win or anything like that. But, um, but if they do, you know, no doubt we'll be speaking about it next week. So, as I said, um, it's Remembrance, um, Remembrance, Remembrance Sunday today. Um, me personally, I know there's a, there's a few people that I've spoken to that, you know, they have different thoughts and feelings around uh, Remembrance Sunday. Um, but for me, knowing that, you know, there's people from all over the world that were involved in that, it's not just um, British people that, you know, born and raised in Britain. You had people coming from all over the Commonwealth, from Africa, from the Caribbean, from India. You know, a lot of people lost their lives. So for me, the minute silence is, um, yeah, it's, it's something we should we should remember the people that were involved and honour the people that died in battle, etc. Um, and yeah, and recognise, you know, there, are, there is a difference actually between the two days. So Remembrance Day, which is held on the second Sunday of November, is to honour the British um, and Commonwealth military and um, civic service members who participated in, in the world wars and later conflicts that went on. And then the Remembrance Day on the 11th, honours those who died in the wars. So sl slight differences, but all around the same thing. So, yeah, definitely an important an important day to remember. So also, I was talking to somebody about art this week um, and, you know, the, the, the types, the, art, the artists that people could... Um, even if you're not into art, you know, everybody knows a famous piece of art or knows a famous artist's name at least. But a name that I don't hear people... Uh, mention at all really is um, Jean-Michel Basquiat um, and his piece he done a piece um, called Entitled Untitled rather um, and it sold for 110.5 million in 2017 um, basically becoming the most expensive piece of um, American art by an American artist um, and that was bought in May 2017 um, yeah, 
May 2017. But what was significant for me is it really made me realise that when it comes to um, black artists, I don't know too many. And I don't, definitely don't know too many famous ones. And I don't really hear about too many famous ones. So it kind of just prompted me to kind of look into... Um, Jean-Michel Basquiat and you know his art and whatnot and who he was so definitely worth having a look into you know looking into who he is and what he done and the whole era he grew up in and whatnot so yeah so that was definitely interesting and also um, on another note there was Christie's Christie's is selling um, it's caused a bit of an uproar because Christie's is selling um, indige indigenous Caribbean artifacts um, and the indigenous people of the Caribbean are not happy with that for good reason. Um, so basically they've got, I think they're auctioning over a hundred different items um, that rep represent the, t the Taino uh, masterworks um, and they're expected to sell for between 3000 to up to 150000 um, but the, the indigenous people, the, ta the Taino people, and um, of the Caribbean, um, I mean, and these, if you, a little not, I mean, I didn't really know, know about the Taino people, to be fair, um, prior to this. Um, but I knew, I've always known that the indigenous people were like Red Indian type people. Um, the, you know, the indigenous people of the Caribbean are not black, obviously. So, but I didn't know the name. So now I was able to, I'm being able to put a name on them. So, yeah, they, um, yeah, they were the original inhabitants, and they inhabited like Cuba, Jamaica, Haiti, the Bahamas, Puerto Rico, places like that. But they had a lot of sacred artifacts stolen by the Europeans um, since like 1492, and as I said, now they're selling them and auctioning them at Christie's. Um, the Taino people are now. Like you know, we want our stuff back. We don't. We don't want them to be sold at ours. So, so yeah. Hopefully, um, Christie's does the right thing and gives the indigenous people back their stuff for sure. Because um, obviously, I've in the last couple of months we were speaking about the Benin um, pieces that had recently been given back as well. So it kind of surprised me to hear that these things are still going on when you know. That people have already made these mistakes and are already now giving people back stuff. So it's interesting that people are still trying to sell people's goods, especially of, you know, these are significant pieces to these people. You know, they're not just throwaway pieces. So, so yeah, hopefully Christie's does the right thing. So on the COVID front, um, the COVID rates in the UK seem to be okay for all intents and purposes, but across Europe, the rates are rising sharply. Um, the Netherlands have gone into a partial lockdown um, and Austrians are days away from their first lockdown as well um, for anyone who's not fully vaccinated. So it's, it's going to be a different type of lockdown. So if you haven't got your vaccination there, you'll be on lockdown. And if you have got vaccination, you'll be free. It'd be interesting to see how they manage that and how they kind of police that. But um, I'm sure we're going to hear a lot more about that. And... Even Big Bird has come into the news um, from Sesame Street from way back in the day. Um, I didn't know Big Bird had a Twitter account, but he does. And um, he posted on his Twitter account, um, I got my COVID-19 vaccine today. So this obviously, um, it caused some 
contention between the Republicans and and the other parties, you know, saying that it's government propaganda using using Big Bird um, and in a way to direct, you know, a, a certain narrative um, directed at children. So, so yeah, but who knew Big Bird got a Twitter account and he's all part of the um, the promotion and the, he's now getting political as well. So, so yeah, but I do have fun memories of of um, Sesame Street and and um, Big Bird and Gonzo and Kermit and all of that. And um, but when I think of Big Bird, I rem- there was a little kid. What was his name? John John. That's it. John John used to count with the um, Count Count Dracula. Um, I'm not going to do an impression of it, but yeah, I'm sure if you go to YouTube and type in John John and Count Dracula, um, that will come up. John 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 was a little cute black kid, and obviously Count Dracula was a, um, a puppet from Sesame Street, and they used to do a counting thing. But um, yeah, it's, make, it's making me smile just thinking about it now. Yeah, okay. So um, so yeah, Big Bird's involved. Big Bird's involved. Um, but also, um, what also, I also found out is um, in America, where we have like we've got our home COVID testing kits, those are not wide, widely available in America, which which I didn't realise. I thought I f- thought it was like you know worldwide, you know everybody had them. But yeah, but it just goes to show as much as this is, you know, this is a global situation. Each country is dealing with it differently at different times. Um, which ultimately, and I've said it before, I don't, I don't think that's really, you know, we should. I don't think that's the way we should be doing it. I don't think that's the best way. I think, you know, it, we should really be doing this all together, possibly. That that seems like it would make more sense, um, especially with the airports open and the ports open and people being able to travel as freely as they are now. Um, you know, if one country is doing one thing and another country is doing another. You know, there's, there's, there's a chance to bring problems to the place that's doing well. But, yeah, we'll see. I mean, this, I think this winter is going to be the, the big test because it's our first winter um, with the vaccine and, you know, the world being opened up, or well, the UK being opened up the way it is. So we'll see. By January, February, I'm sure we'll be a lot clearer. But there is um, some new stuff around COVID, kind of new because they I did hear about this stuff before, but now it's like official in the UK anyway. Um, so the UK's had its first um, case of a dog being tested positive for COVID. So, yeah, um, which doesn't surprise me, to be fair. Um, but yeah, it's been tested. First, the first dog's been documented now. And um, they say they probably caught it, caught it from its owner. Um, the pet now is at home recovering. Um but yeah, they, they, I mean, they've spoken about it saying it's extremely rare um, and there's no strong evidence that dogs or cats or any other pets can pass the virus onto humans. So it's obviously gone from human to, to the dog. But, um, you know, saying there's no strong evidence, it doesn't mean there's no evidence. So obviously that's a develop, developing story. Um, but the fact that a dog's had it now, um, and they've also said as well that the fur... You can catch it via um, animal fur because it acts as a carrier in the same way as, um, you know, like surface surfaces. Uh, you can catch it from surfaces for a short period of time as well, um, such as door handles, things like that. So, so yeah, we, we're going to have to see where that takes us because 
you know, I mean, now they're advising and um, they're saying to people, don't share food or um, bowls or utensils with your pets, which in my mind, you shouldn't have been doing that anyway, to be fair. Sharing food and, I mean, food maybe, because you may, you know, be eating some food and you throw your food to the dog. I suppose you could pass it that way. So, yeah, that, that way food, but not the other way. Not people eating pets food. I digress. But anyway, the point I'm making is, is the next part, food, sharing food bowls or utensils with your pets. Nobody, I don't think anybody should have to tell anybody that's not what you should be doing. But I say that people do have close relationships with their pets and the UK is famous for, you know, having their dogs, dogs licking people's faces and kissing their dogs and stuff like that. For me, that's always been bizarre and something I, I never really understood considering, you know, how dogs you know, clean theirself and how they lick themselves and all of these other things. But, um, but yeah, now it's, it's dangerous for another reason because of COVID. Welcome to Pablo's podcast. Join me on a weekly basis with social commentary on current affairs which affect us the most. Come and muse with me. What you can expect is uplifting, positive discussions, interviews on our social, physical and cultural well-being. Voicing some of the perspectives we share but maybe don't vocalise enough. I'll be going through my bucket list of interviewees over the coming weeks. We're guaranteed to get an honest, authentic perspective and insight into what's going on now. If you like what you hear, please click the subscribe button. Please share on your social media apps and please leave a review. Look forward to spending some time with you over these coming weeks. Thanks for joining me. Take care. In regards to youth violence, um, thankfully this week um, there's no, been no reports of deaths um, through youth violence, which is always a great thing. Glad, Really glad when I hear that, to be fair. So... In Essex Cricket Club, last, last week we were talking about Yorkshire Cricket Club, but this week um, Essex Cricket Club has come under fire due to some racist, racism allegations. Um, uh, players speaking about something that happened in 20, 2001, um, and that was like the day after um, an Essex chairman, John Farga, resigned. Um, following allegations of using racist language in a board meeting in 2017, that was. So, so yeah, um, so Essex Cricket Club's encouraging any former players or staff, anyone associated with the club to come forward in person or anonymously um, if they've experienced any discrimination through the years. And I'm sure there's going to be many more. I'm sure there's going to be many more. Now they've opened the Pandora's box on this Um you know the the truth is, you know, in, in my mind, I none of this these racist stories coming out, and I'm sure in many people's mind, you know, it, it, there's no surprise. But for some people, they are actually surprised. You know, this isn't something that people think thought was happening. Um, and but obviously, like I said, now everything the the cat's out of the bag, so we will hear more and more of these things, um, which is good because at least they can be dealt with. 
you know, when they're in the shadows and people are not talking about it and pretending like it's not happening, you can't really address it. But at least we're talking about it now. At least we're talking about it. So sadly, there was, um, you know, eight, I think it was eight or nine, nine lives lost um, in, in America, Astro World Festival. Um, yeah, very sad, very sad. Nine people, nine people passed away. Um, stampede, and people got through the gate. Um, there was various performers um, performing, but Astro World is, um, is, uh, is, a, is a massive event. Um, that's been going on for for a long time, um, and Drake, Travis Scott, um, which is Travis Scott's event, but Drake was there as well, and he's obviously a big artist, and he was a surprise artist. But through all of the pandemonium and whatnot, hundreds of people, uh, you know, being treated in hospital, um, eleven people suffering with cardiac arrest, um, and yeah, so there's a lot of you know uh, lawsuits and various allegations, some sounding a bit far-fetched, some, you know, I mean, obviously everything's going to be dealt with with a fine-tooth comb, but um, but it's just really tragic, you know, the people talking about, you know, watching people, just the life being squeezed out of them through, you know, being crushed and stuff, and there was, a, it seems like the age restriction was quite wide, so there were, like, really young kids there as well, you know, young teenagers, but really young young people, you know, in their early teens and, and maybe even a bit younger as well. So, yeah, a lot of questions are going to be asked. Um, who knows how it's going to turn out for people. But, um, but yeah, but it's, a, it's not like it's a new festival. It's a long-standing concert. I think it's been going since 2018. But something's obviously gone wrong this time. So, yeah, that's going to be in the news for quite a bit. But my thoughts and feelings get to those people who literally just gone out to have a good time and for whatever reason that you know ended up being crushed to death so really sad really sad and also um this today as well in liverpool there is an uh, um, an explosion um and three men have been arrested under the terrorism act um yeah one man has been killed outside um liverpool um women's hospital so uh, the police of the counter-terror Terrorism police have arrested a 29, 26, and a 21-year-old in, in connection with the incident. I think the incident actually happened this morning around 11 o'clock. So that was, yeah, that was that was actually around the time of the um, of the Remembrance Day celebrations and stuff. So maybe that's maybe that's where it was all connected. Yeah, but really sad, really sad, and yeah. Not something we want to be hearing on Remembrance um, Sunday at all. So, um, going back to 2020 with, you know, everything that happened then with Black Lives Matter and, you know, highlighting the various um, people that were killed in in America and then the riots that ensued afterwards. Um, there was a, a young, an 18-year-old teenager, um, Kyle Rittenhouse, and that was the young person who who left his own city, um, I think he's, he left his own city and went to Wisconsin and with a rifle, because obviously you're allowed to big arms in America, um, but he ended up killing three um, people, shooting three people. Um, I think at least one of them died, at least one of them died. Um, but he's in court now anyway, 
Um, and this was all on, obviously this was filmed in real time. I remember seeing it in 2020. Um, but yeah, he, he shot two, it was two men actually, not one. He shot two and then one was wounded. Um, but yeah, he's in court at the moment. Um, and yeah, he's, he's set, well, he's, he's put in a plea of self-defense. Um, but for me, you know, just the fact that, you know, he's 18, you know, that, that, that's significant in itself. He's 18 and he traveled from his own city, um, to another city, um, stating that he wanted to help people protect their shops. Um, you know, yeah, America is a different place. America is a different place. But also, in regards to the case and how the judge apparently has been, the things the judge has been saying, um, it's been said that the judge is coming across quite biased um, in favour of the in favour of the shooter. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all pans out. Um, yeah, but I mean, what 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 we can't forget is you know people lost their lives you know off the back of this this young man choosing to come out with this semi-automatic rifle, you know, um, yeah, which wasn't around the corner from him. He's literally got, took himself all the way down there and ended up killing two people. So I hope the judges um, sees it for what it is, really, um, for sure. So also, um, something else I've spoken about over the past few months is in regards to um, black women being more than four times likely to um, die during childbirth, um, more four, four times likelier than white women to die in childbirth. So there was a review that was put in place, um, the Embrace report, and it found that Asian women, um, women from Asian background, um, are almost twice as likely to die as white women. So it seems like everybody is more likely to die in childbirth. Um, you know, the numbers are higher than, than white women, but for black women, it's the highest, which is really concerning um, and really sad as well. Um, one of the leading researchers, Professor Miriam uh, Knight, said that pregnant women um, get inadequate, in, inadequate care for several reasons. And on top of that, um, there's unconscious bias that black women and Asian women can experience. Um, and all of these things, they all add up, you know, and they all add to it. So I'm glad that they've they've done the report because obviously now they can, you know, do some things to ensure that, you know, this these high numbers are no longer there going forward because it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Just And, it's, you know, this is about, not about gender, not about location. This is about, the, the, the you know, the, the colour of people's skin, you know. Because there isn't, you know, I mean, I mean, thus far, I mean, unless they come out with something, explain something different. But as it sounds at this point, I haven't read the, the report, but it sounds like this is down to um, people's skin, skin colour, you know. So, so, yeah, they need to get on top of that one really quickly, really quickly. And also, uh, this week I found out about um, African uh, migrants um, running food banks in Sicily. So I didn't realise there were so many um, Africans in Sicily, in Italy at all, to be fair. But um, when I think of Sicily, I think of, you know, the mafia and, and, and things like that. But, um, but yeah, there's a lot of women there 
who had been trafficked there um, for sex uh, sex traffickers, etc. Um, and a lot of women from Benin City as well. Um, and yeah, so some African women, um, a particular one, Miss Egbon, um, founded a, a a group in 2015 called Women of Benin City, and they are now where things have changed and things have got harder since the pandemic. She's put together food banks to help the, um, the African people in the city. Um, like I said, who've been forced to, you know, forced into sex work and then pay back traffickers and obviously they're living in squalor and you know they don't have much so so yeah hats off hats off to the women you know trying to you know uh, get on you know in 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 them tragic situation you know you know they're doing it for themselves they're not waiting for anybody to do it for them and they're doing it for themselves so it was really nice to hear that they were being proactive in that sense um but yeah I didn't I think there's about they said about 33% of uh, the foreign people registered um, in Sicily are from are from Africa. Yeah, I think there's a, there's a total of like 800, sorry, 187,000 foreigners, but 33% of them um, are from Africa. So there's a lot of Africans in Sicily, which I wasn't aware of. I didn't know, but yeah, so. People doing it for themselves, you know, being proactive and not waiting for anybody else, which is always good. So, I think I'm going to, you know, make a point of, you know, periodically, you know, highlighting the, you know, the things that disproportionately affect us, just so that it kind of stays in our our minds and, and, you know, the things that we can do. So, you know... As I've said before, vitamin D deficiency, high blood pressure, prostate cancer, kidney disease, high cholesterol, diabetes, these are all things that affect us disproportionately and all things we need to be aware of, whether we're male or female. We need to be aware of those so we can eat correctly, you know, change our lifestyles accordingly. And as I've said before, some of the vitamins to consider if you're if you're somebody that would take vitamins, it's vitamin D supplements, vitamin C, complex vitamin B um, supplements, magnesium, zinc, sea kelp, saw pimento, cod liver oil, spirulina, quercetin, uh, complex as well, quercetin. I always get muddled up with that pronunciation, but yeah, quercetin, Q U E R C E T I N, complex. But yeah, we've got to look after ourselves, especially in these winter months as well, when you're not out there being able to get the sun and, you know, certain things are not growing this time of the year and things like that and we're not as active and all that. We still need to make sure we're ingesting the correct stuff so we can stay as healthy as possible. So this week we've also got the full moon. Um, they call this, they call that one the, um, the beaver moon. Um, and I think that they say it's uh, the name comes from um, Native Americans um, setting. I think they historically used to set beaver traps during that month. Um, so, hence the beaver moon. So yeah, but that's on the nineteenth. And yeah, so I mean, this week I think is it this? Yeah, the night actually it's the same date, the nineteenth. Also, being a full moon. It's also the day that King Richard 
the movie is out. So that's the movie with um, Will Smith, and it's the story of Richard Williams, the father and coach of um, the, the Williams sisters, Venus and Serena Williams. So I definitely go and see that that movie. Um, I think I need to take my kids to see that movie uh, because that is a, you know, it's it's obviously the story of success. It's the story of um, a family going against the odds, going against the grain, you know, starting with nothing and producing two of the greatest female athletes known thus far. So I, I know it's going to be a great story because the outcome was great. So definitely want to see that. And like I said, I think that if I, I'll have to check actually, make sure it is um, suitable for young children. But yeah, I feel like that is a movie I definitely would like to see with the kids. So thank you for everybody that's purchased um, the Unity Culture and History hoodies and T-shirts. Um, I really do appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, every, every little helps. Every little helps. So thank you again for choosing Pablo's podcast today. And hopefully you can join me on the next one. Until then, take care and be nice to each other. Thank you for listening to Pablo's podcast. I'm Pablo from Hackney. And you can catch me next week for more healthy discussion.